It's the Doug Zone. We're back, and what with our technical difficulties, I would just like to announce my run for presidency. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That was just, it was just awful. Did you see that? Do you? Um, oh, the Twitter space? Yeah, DeSantis's Twitter space, where he's yeah. just, man, it's crazy how bad he sucks. It but, is crazy. It's just like, he's doing such a great job right now. <laughs> Wouldn't it be better with the whole country? Yeah, exactly. And I, you know, look, I think we've talked about this before yeah. on the call, so we don't need to make this like the the DeSantis hour. But no. I don't know. I mean, I as I've said before, it's I feel like it's obvious to almost anybody that if Trump ran against DeSantis, he'd just get destroyed. Yeah. Uh, because you know the thing that DeSantis did that ma- gave him the popularity that he has now. Is he like chased the culture war and just sort of like threw endless amounts of red meat to his base? So A means that he like actually does the stuff that Trump supporters think Trump is going to do. So he would be worse for the country. I'm fairly confident yes. in saying that. But B, for better or for worse, Trump never chased the culture war, right? He he led it. He created the culture war. Like it just it it sprung forth in his wake, like. You know, yeah. he just decides one day, like, yeah, you know, today I'm coming for the Diet Coke drinkers of the world or whatever. And then that's what people are talking about. Whereas DeSantis is, you know, he just he feels so behind. desperate. Yeah. Having, and, like, Elon Musk as one of, like, your faves, like, yeah, Trump that doesn't bode well. Yeah. I mean, Trump, we've read before. Trump's, Trump would call him a loser. Yeah, he has. His absolute banger. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah, probably something offensive about autistic people, but that's that's fine. Yeah, you, know? you know, look, you got to take the good with the bad. And you really do. <laughs> it's a it's a spoonful of sugar approach. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, and I yeah, I don't know. So that's that's my that's my take on his official run for presidency. Oh, also, God. in my I thought I had thought that he was just like already running. I didn't realize that he hadn't actually I just announced assumed it. he ran. Yeah. Like, because Trump's been running attack ads against him. <clears throat> which is really funny. Yeah, To run rocks. attack ads against somebody who hasn't announced they're running for presidency. Yeah, so, like, you know, once again, just the best to ever do it. Uh, there was, <laughs> a while back, someone, like, said something about how, like, Ron DeSantis, like, ate pudding with his fingers. I don't know if you were following that. But that was, like, one of Trump's attack ads that he ran. Was They were That's just, like, so just, like... Good. <laughs> these weird like shots of like Folks, fingers like he doesn't know what into... a spoon is yeah it's very sad <laughs> he said ron do you want somebody, a spoon he said i don't know what that give is. this man a spoon all he has is a fork he looks very silly when he tries to eat his soup um but um <laughs> so the, the the ad there's just like these like shots of like fingers like scooping into a, a pudding cup and it goes like ron DeSantis has his fingers in more than your pudding and then it's like talking about like I don't even remember, like, Medicare or something. <laughs> That's a crazy start to anything. It's fucking insane. I feel, hang on, this might be a fever dream. This has to be this real. This can't be real. I'm just going to look it up but real there's quick. there's also no way you made it up. Yeah, I can't have made that up. I'm not funny enough to come up with that. Uh, Santa's pudding ad. So, yeah, I typed in P and pudding was one Me of the first things. Me and my brother have up. a pact that if one of us runs for office, the other is not allowed to make a smear campaign against them. <laughs> 
That's we a made good... that pact a long time ago. After oh. the, you know, the whole siblings commercial. Oh, I don't right. What I the forgot all about was, that. But they were like, what do we all have in common? We hate this man and he's our brother. Yeah. What, that, what, was that Ted Cruz? Who was it that that was no, against? No, it was I... like a local politician. It wasn't even like a. Yeah. I just remember how weird that felt. I was like, this is, this is insane. Like, I know These I'm against crazy. this guy, but like, this <laughs> feels mean. Yeah. All right, here. So I found. Uh, so a, the ad is real. Good. Um. And uh, here, here's a quote from the Independent, which I'm just going to read now. In March, Mr. DeSantis chose not to outright deny that he ate chocolate pudding with three fingers on a pli- private flight in 2019. The Daily Beast noted <laughs> that, that Mr. Four years ago. <laughs> the Daily Beast noted that Mr. DeSantis sometimes struggles to quote read the room. That's just Artistic incredible. King. And he goes, maybe when I was a kid. But it's interesting. There's a lot of people who, when they go at you, sometimes they have really good ammunition. Like, you're a crook. You did this. You did that, he added. For me, they're talking about pudding. So true. Um, I'm going to see if you can hear this, Roomba, in just a second. And if you can, I'm going to go turn it off. Can you hear okay. that? I can absolutely hear that. <laughs> okay, I'm going to mute my mic and go turn that off. Okay. In the meantime, I will describe shot for shot the Pudding Fingers ad. So, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, it starts off. We see a, a headless shot of a man in a suit, a pretty fat man, I'm going to be honest, walking up. sprint towards the dining room. <laughs> and he, he walks in to the table and he goes, Ron DeSantis loves putting his fingers in more than your put. And then he you just like it was like putting your fingers. Yeah. And he goes like, well, no, there's no words. This is a narrator saying this. Uh, and but in my DeSantis, mind, the script says putting his fingers. It's gotta, yeah. The 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 account that tweeted it just tweeted out the only uh, caption they included was putting fingers. Uh, and then, as a side note, the actor playing DeSantis just goes like knuckles deep into this pudding cup, like he is getting it in there. Um, yeah. Oh, this is a really upsetting ad. Actually, I'm gonna I'm getting distracted. Send yet. it to me. It was like DeSantis has his dirty fingers in more than just a pudding cup. Uh, has his grubby little nubbin fingers. Okay, I'm trying to let me share. It won't let me. I'm just going to have to send you the whole article because I don't want to deal with That's actually fine. going to Twitter. Um, but yeah, so we'll we'll watch that in between episodes and give further thoughts on it on the Patreon, I think. Um, <laughs> yeah, what a strange Everything about this is strange. Ah, Trump didn't directly authorize the advertisement, but it was created by a pack aligned with his politics called MAGA War Oh my Room. gosh. So, you know. <laughs> the shot of him putting his fingers in the pudding cup is so deeply upsetting. Dude, like I said, it is a, it's a visceral advertisement. <laughs> oh, here's another great ad. Oh, and a- another... he puts it just straight in his mouth. Yep. Mouth covered with pudding. Yeah. Another great quote from this article. It's quite interesting that the governor didn't flat out deny eating pudding with three fingers. An ex-staffer for Mr. DeSantis told the Daily Beast earlier this year. So I also want to describe this ad a little bit more where he eats the entire pudding cup. Yeah. Throughout the ad. And then he drops it on the floor and it reveals six more empty pudding cups. It's just baffling. <laughs> Yeah, I am. Um, 
Wow. Man, this is just, he's finished, you know? It's over. I mean, it's the same as, you know, people can make fun of me for it if they want, but it's the same as, like I said, the first Republican primary debate in 2016, where I went, this man will be president, like immediately. Yeah, it was you and my brother that called it. Well, yeah. my brother was also hoping for it, so. Yeah, see, that's the weird thing. I feel like I was one of the few people from the beginning who, because there were people who I think were on the Trump train but were trying to act like they weren't. And so they're like, no, I don't want him to, but I mean, you have to but give him a fair does. shot. But yeah, yeah. I, I from the get-go was like, oh, yeah, he's going he's, he's gonna to be president. Like, <laughs> yeah. there's, there's just no way. He short-circuited everyone else. But, and the Republicans with DeSantis and uh, whoever the other one was, I don't remember his name. Do you have a new pin on today? I don't have a pin on because I'm just wearing a shirt. Oh, okay. When, I thought that I, the Seinfeld face was a pin, and I was like, oh. No, no, yeah, it's just a, it's just a Seinfeld shirt. Um, nice, nice. Would be crazy if I had just a little Kramer pin. Um, I was so excited. <laughs> on my way to the Laugh Factory right now to earn it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but yeah. And that's that. I uh, I made the drive from my house to my parents' house in which you have to pass through Dallas. And my favorite part about passing through Dallas is the billboards are always insane and kind of mean. Oh, what I saw yes. today what was got? there's two million single Muslims in the world. How are you still single? <laughs> what the, the <laughs> fuck does that even mean? It was for I a Muslim just... dating app. Okay, all right, that makes more sense, because I was imagining this as, like, a fundamentalist Christian advertisement, <laughs> and I was like, what's happening? Yeah, wow, that's that's so mean. Oh, it was very mean, very funny. Yeah, that's awesome. It's going like, yeah, yeah, you fucking clown, get on it. Like. <laughs> I, I do miss the anti-circumcision billboard. That one was very good. Um, so sad it got taken down. I also missed the one of the Pope blessing Donald Trump, where they cropped the Pope out of it. Yes. That one was I, very powerful. I, um, I've been thinking about this for a while now. I saw an, hang on, let me see if I can just, I think I took a screenshot of it because I was chatting with a friend. It was underneath Instagram reels, the comment sections, of which are always full of gold. Uh, let me see if I can dig it up. It was someone, she just like commented about the, uh, here it is. Okay. Yeah. So this is underneath a comment from, I mean, this is underneath a video from an account that, frankly, I don't really like. It's one of those, like, not quite mommy bloggers, but she's, like, all about childhood trauma and, like, raising your children free of trauma, Mm -hmm. which... Like a gentle parenting blogger? Not a gentle parenting. It's, like, it's a very weird... I I might send you one of her videos, because the thing is, the messages of her videos are never bad. I mean, sometimes Mm -hmm. they are, but usually they're not, because it's just, like, you know... It's good to not traumatize your children and you go, which is a message we can or should all agree with. Yeah, exactly. And you go, well, I have no issues with this. But how is my child going to be funny? Yeah. And like every but every video that she makes. Is on some level, like very like narcissistic, because it's all either like I'm so glad that my children won't have to be as strong as I was or like like they, that's the tone that every video has like it's all very self-congratulatory and on some of them it's like okay this is kind of earned on others it's just very weird anyway but so she talks about trauma does not once i just like to note before i read this comment mention genital mutilation right here's the comment also to add in regards to genital mutilation mm-hmm. when i had my son 
I tried very hard to refuse they he be circumcised. I think she meant that he, but it is hard very funny. Yeah, very funny to imagine like they slash he. They're like, we're not sure what the pronouns are yet, so I'm just going to be respectful. Um, uh, let's see. My mother-in-law, husband, and medical staff legit forced me to agree to it. So I, I'm not sure if that's how it happened. Yeah, so A, I don't think that's how it happened. B, it's so funny that she is more, like, gung-ho about this than her husband is. is that's the other how I feel. It's like, if I ha- ever have children, I think it defaults to the man Yeah. what to do with the with the son. Yeah, and then I, uh, and she goes, I kept insisting we can't hurt my baby. When I got my son back after the procedure, he stayed asleep for 24 hours, and the doctors told me that's fine. Eye-rolling emoji. Yeah, for a two-day-old baby to be entirely unresponsive because of how they were just abused and tortured behind closed doors. Nothing to see here, folks. Four more eye-rolling emojis. And I... Look. We've talked about this with Nick. I think on several occasions this has come up. Probably. This should not be your biggest cause in the world. You know? it's No, there's bigger things to worry about. There's so there's so many other things to worry about. I can promise you. You should not be that focused on your son's penis. Yeah. And also, as a cirked boy, my, you know, it does. Oh, oh, God. This is a very weird time for for Matt to get covered in concrete and fall into a hole. Um, Because I I don't think that I have the authority to speak on what it's like to have a circumcised maybe, penis. <laughs> maybe the funniest place for my internet to cut out. What yeah. are we here? Um, <laughs> As a man with a surged penis, nothing. Yep. Nothing. It's gone. Yeah. It, uh, it's it's muted me. I have no I have no power to speak. No, it doesn't impact your life on a day-to-day basis on the level that everyone else seems to treat it like it does, you know? They're like, where are my nerve endings? Yeah, exactly. It's the same. I mean, it's the same as like r slash small dick problems, where it's like, I just maybe I'm maybe I'm abnormal. I can't say that I spend my every waking hour thinking like, damn, I wish my cock was different. You know, like I'm like, I don't know. Maybe, maybe you would if it was abnormal. You know. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, maybe I would, but I don't know. I just feel like there should be other things going on in your life. There should. Um, be. I don't yeah. think one should spend their entire life thinking about their genitals. Yeah. There's other things to think about. In the very least, like, you know, think about your muscles. If you have to be weirdly focused on your body, like, you know, yeah. get shredded or something. You can show people your muscles and it's not a crime. Like, uh, this is you know. true. <laughs> <laughs> it's still Sometimes weird. Sometimes a bit odd. Yeah. Yeah. It's still weird if you like go on the bus and go like, check this out and then just like flex. But like, you're not going to get arrested for it. Uh, true. So. Maybe you should. You should. And and you will be killed if you do that to me. Um, I've discovered <laughs> well, a weird not, quirk. Depending in, on how big your muscles are. Yeah, I've discovered a weird quirk in stand your ground laws. If your muscles are any larger than mine, I can kill you. Um, <laughs> so. That's an active threat. Yeah, it's an active threat, but it's not legal. Uh, well, it's not illegal. It's a legal action. So can you can you get in trouble for threatening to do something legal to someone? Like, I will show you my muscles. Yeah, exactly. Like, I go, like, I will show you my muscles tomorrow. And you, like, state their full legal name. <laughs> I don't think that you can get arrested for it. I do think it's odd. Yeah, it's odd. I guess maybe it 
it probably counts as harassment if you do that enough. Like if every day you, <laughs> you corner someone and show them your muscles and then go on and just whisper, no I one will, will believe you. I will do this you. tomorrow. <laughs> what are you going to, it's not illegal. <laughs> really, really low stakes Doing version anything of Cape Fear. And then going, <laughs> it's not illegal is an insane <laughs> move. <laughs> Yeah. Anyway, I don't remember what got me on that comment, but I just, I really, I haven't been able to get over the image of like her mother-in-law and the doctor, like, or her mother-in-law and husband, like holding her down as the doctor approaches her baby. Like, just like. It's a crazy image. It's a crazy image. Seems like a premise for a Daily Wire movie. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) My dad has seen the school shooting Daily Wire movie. Okay. And told me to watch it. Oh, holy shit. Okay. Is it, do you have to pay for it? Is it like streaming for I free? I don't know. But what he said was that it wasn't like produced by the Daily Wire. They just bought the rights for it. Oh, the Daily Wire is becoming an, like, uh, a, uh, an A24 movie. Um, okay. So it's Run, Hide, Fight, right? Isn't that what it's called? Something like that. Yeah. 17-year-old Zoe Hull. That, wow. Okay. Don't like that. Um, <clears throat> yeah, the 17-year-old Zoe Hole uses her wits, survival skills, and compassion to fight for her life and those of her fellow classmates against a group of live-streaming school shooters. It seems like this would very quickly become, like, the girl who said yes. Yeah, yeah, this is, hmm. Okay, hang on. It's Which, on like, Prime Video. Maybe I went down a Columbine rabbit hole recently. Who is to say? <laughs> but, like, one of the most fucked up parts about that is there, it, like, happened to a different girl. Yeah. Yeah, it's just. And she just survived, so they can't make her a martyr. So they were like, damn. We'll yeah, pick so... one of the ones that died. <laughs> like, dang, Which that other insane. girl must suck. Yeah. <laughs> the girl who. Didn't say yes, sitting next to the girl who said yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's a weird, they do like a weird spin off version of say yes to the dress. Um, but, <laughs> but they point a gun to the back of your head. Yeah. Is this and, the one? Is God yeah. the one? And they hold up a sign that says, like, I said yes. And they get their heads blown off. <laughs> It's like all of a sudden it just cuts to like it up until that point it has like primetime TV quality well not primetime but you know like the standard like reality yeah. TV quality and then just becomes an ISIS beheading video. Um, <laughs> um, I so I just came back from New Orleans right I did not lose my mind in New Orleans but I will be alone in a house for seven days straight and that might that might make me lose my mind. Um, yeah yeah I learned. Uh, recently that Nick might be going home early this semester, so I might have a couple weeks of solitude in the schoolhouse. I'm excited, um, you know? Yeah, so we'll see what that does What hijinks me. will I get up to? Who's to say? Um, it's weird coming back here, because, like, I don't have any friends in here anymore. So, like, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, me. Yeah, visiting home is really weird. I don't know if I enjoy it. But anyway, in New Orleans, they have a museum of death. And my roommate really wanted to go to it. And I was like, yeah, sure, let's go. Holy shit. They had Eileen Warnos's underwear on display. What the fuck? <laughs> oh, my God. Like, that was one of the first exhibits. And I was like, what the fuck are we doing? Yeah, you're like, oh, we should not be here. 
They that's... had like a bunch of like serial killers artwork and like Kavorkians. Mm. Oh, um, like, Jack. It, I... Yeah. Vakian something. I know you're talking uh, about. Damn it. What is that guy's The name? Doctor of Death, whatever he's yeah. called. Um, they had like his assisted suicide kit, which was kind of cool. Yeah, that is interesting. But they still, had like a damn. real lobotomy kit, which was terrifying. Yeah, it's a little less um, cool. It's... And a bunch of like psyche valves of different serial killers and like pictures of the headings. And then there's a theater in the back that you have to pass through to go to the bathroom, right? And in the theater in the back, it's just real crime scene footage of, like, dead bodies. What the fuck? That's just, hmm. Naturally, I got a t-shirt. I mean, Um, what's the t-shirt say? Does it just say, like, Museum of Death? It just says Museum of Death in, like, a death metal font. Yeah, you gotta Um, get that just for the bit. Jay got a Pogo the Clown keychain. Woo! Interesting. They had a bunch of Gacy's artwork. He was not a very good painter. No, his paintings are not good. No, but they had a lot of them. Uh, Kevorkian's paintings are substantially better, if you're wondering. He has some very cool ones. And a great flute solo that he put on CDs. His paintings are cool as fuck. Paintings. Let's see what we've got for him. Wow, yeah, actually, these are pretty good. Aren't they pretty good? Like, those are pretty good. They had a bunch of other ones because they did like a death row art show in like mm-hmm. the 80s and they had a bunch of paintings for that, which is why the Son of Sam law exists. And they had the letter of Son of Sam being like, I haven't gotten paid for this. And everyone was like, yeah, you're not gonna. Yep. <laughs> and that's the Son of Sam law. <laughs> you can't become a famous, famous painter on death row anymore. So that's yeah. that's unfortunate. What we also went on, the... like, a true crime slash ghost tour, which was interesting. Learned about, like, New Orleans vampires and passed by, like, the creepy slave torture house. And uh, our Airbnb was directly on the other side of Armstrong Park, which Armstrong Park used to be Congo Square, which is known for both, uh, all of the like people of color doing their spiritual practices and where they put the jailhouse and hung up a bunch of Sicilians and used them as target practice. Yep, that one I uh, I do know. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So one of the most famous mass lynchings in America. And our tour guide was like, and it was right here. And I was like, oh, we're staying oh, like, right there. So cool. Good. That's awesome. We like passed by it on our way back from the tour and it was just me and Jay walking through New Orleans at night. So I, like, naturally had my hand in my pocket gripped on my knife. And, like, I was like, I'm going to see a swinging body at the side of my eye. Just like he said, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. And nothing happens. So, that's good. That's unfortunate. I was hoping I for a little a little spooky story, but I did not feel a hand around my neck or a cold spot. I did go into the pirate bar, which was, like, Lafayette's blacksmith storefront. Okay. Where he, like... Did all his piracy stuff in the back, but it was like mm-hmm. a blacksmith shop. Oh, I just broke something. That's no good. Um, uh, but I asked for a daiquiri, and he went okay, and gave me the strongest hurricane I have ever had <laughs> in my life. Hell yeah! It was yes. like eighty percent rum, which like what did I expect from a pirate bar? First of all, yeah. Um, but also, but I drank like that much of it and was like stumbling for the rest of the tour. <laughs> I was like, he looked at all like a hundred pounds of me and was like, here you go. (laughs) 
what the fuck? I guess he's just used to, like, the, uh, you know, sorority girls coming down on spring break or something, and so he assumed that you had an insane tolerance. I'm on so many psychiatric medications, I shouldn't yeah. be drinking at all. You shouldn't, but it makes drinking so much more fun. It also, does. sorry, I I don't want to distract, I don't want, I don't mean to keep distracting from You're good. New Orleans. I was trying to see if Run, Hide, Fight was on Prime. It's not right now, at least. Mm -hmm. I can't access it. So we might have to find it somewhere else because I do kind of want to watch it now. But before we do that, did we talk about Girl, Girl, Scene, the movie? I feel like we we did, right? This is something we've discussed before. I don't think so. We didn't? I've seen this before. because So I searched up Run, Hide, Fight on Amazon Prime and got like three things with no relation and then right at the bottom when it's just girl slash girl scene the movie and then this i've is definitely heard of this yeah i have i don't know what but this i don't is. know if we've talked about it because it yeah i don't know if we have either but i feel like i've discussed this with someone in our like in the discord before and the the description is gay girls just want to have fun flashback to the 80s with sexy bad girl evan Blonde Bombshell Bridget and Party Girl Ryan in this VHS-themed homage to your favorite 80s films with a lesbian twist. This is on Prime? Yeah, this sounds like a porno. Yeah. Like, and I have no idea what it is. It's, uh, it's tags are emotional, fun, drama, and LGBTQ. Um, huh. And it has a 2.4 on IMDb but I cannot for the life of me figure out what it actually is. Only one way to find out, Matt. Yeah, only one way to find out. I just, the thing I remember most actually is what I'm doing right now, which is to say opening up an incognito tab to go into IMDb because I don't want girl, girl scene in my search history. We've definitely talked about this. Yeah, we have to have, right? I think so. Cause we went down like a weird lesbian porno rabbit hole at one point. Yeah, because I think this is the one that started it, because we were like, what the fuck is happening here? That sounds about right. It sounds like something we'd do, so I'm going right. to assume we have. Because then there was there was a sequel called Girl Girl Scene Flashback, and this is a show! That's what it was. I remember this now. Yeah. Yeah, that's the backstory crazy. of the hit lesbian TV series Girl Girl Scene. Okay, that's what it is, it looks like. Huh. So it was a show. A, I... Don't know what it's about, but that seems to be what it was. It So it was a show, and then I guess they made it into a movie. Now it makes sense. I mean, it doesn't really make sense, but I at least understand it as a concept now. I went on, like, so while we were in New Orleans, we ate at Court of Two Sisters, which is, like, a famous restaurant. Um, mm -hmm. Very nice restaurant. Our waiter was lovely, but there was this table just being assholes to her, right? They were mm -hmm. a little bit drunk and just being complete and utter dicks. Uh, and they, like, stormed out and started telling other tables to leave with them. And, like, no one did. Yeah. Like, what the fuck do you think's going to happen? This is, like, <sighs> a very nice restaurant that people paid a lot of money to go to. And they, like, walked out on their check. And we are talking to the waiter that was, like, waiting them and us. And we're like, what happened there? And she was like, I don't know. Their food took a while, so I gave them three free appetizers. And then... <sighs> And then what pissed them off the most was she like, they make your salads in front of you. So she mm -hmm. brought out like the salad making kit. And then she was like, I'll be right back. Cause she had started to make banana foster at our table. And if you know anything about banana foster, it involves flambeing bananas. Yep. 
And she couldn't leave an open fire going while she made this fucking salad. Especially not with bananas. Things which will not burn for very long before, like, other, like... No, no, no. So so she goes back to our table, and that just pisses them off. They're like, why can't you do ours now? And she was like, ah, well... Do you see the fire? (laughs) So they were just being complete dicks. And they were like, we've been here for an hour and we're like, did you have other plans? This is like a restaurant where you get three courses. What were your other plans? You're yeah. also in New Orleans. Are you going to go eat somewhere else? That's all there is to do here is eat and drink and listen to jazz music. So unless you had one of those things going on afterwards, I don't know what you're doing. Um, so we went out of our way to, of course, tell the manager who was dressed hilariously in one of those like you know the shirts with the collars that like go out to here oh hell yes a red one pinstriped pants blazer incredible fit incredible fit and we're like our waiter was fantastic and he was like perfect and we (laughs) left there um but yeah i as being a former restaurant worker there's nothing that pisses me off more than people being dicks to waiters oh matt's gone now I feel like I'm just going on a tirade for no reason. At least if Matt's here, I'm going on a tirade for some reason. There we go. I'm back. Yeah, so, like, there's nothing that pisses me off more than people being dicks to waiters. And she was like, I have six tables of, like, more than eight. I don't know what they want from me. Yeah. So, like, that that made me very mad. That was the angriest I was the whole trip, which is, which is pretty good, I, I will say. Yeah, that's a good sign. If you're getting mad on someone else's behalf and that's the angriest you're getting, mm-hmm. you're doing fine. We went on a carriage tour. That was fun. That was a good time. Where they have to use mules, not horses. Horses are illegal. In Wait, what? Horses are illegal? To use on like carriage tours and stuff, not just in oh. general. Okay, yeah, I was like, what a strange law. Um Because donkeys can sweat so they don't get heat stroke horses on the other hand cannot apparently apparently that's what our tour guide told us so horses get heat stroke donkeys do not you mix them together and they're doing okay get the best of both worlds Mm -hmm. exactly during the ghost tour people kept on coming up behind us and going like boo which i thought was very funny that is pretty tight like as part of the tour, or just because they saw that a, a ghost tour was happening? Just because they saw like a tour was happening. Oh, that is so sick. It was like definitely locals that get annoyed by the tours all the time. Yeah. So they're just like, we'll just fuck with them a little eh, bit. Might as well. Yeah, that was my that was my time in New Orleans. I ate a lot. Um, had a good time. Got to go to the Museum of Death. See Eileen Wernos's underwear. What a weird. Yeah. What more do you need? What more do you need? <laughs> they had a bunch of like death masks in there which was cool they had like robin williams death mask i didn't realize he had one which is yeah death masks went out of style a long time ago and they were like 2011 let's bring them back and you're like oh cool i guess sure i guess so why not yeah yeah they are strange just as a concept aren't they they are because it's just, like, a person's dead face with, like, their eyes closed. Yeah. And you go, okay, cool. Glad that I uh, have seen their face. Yeah. For the people who really struggle to imagine a celebrity's face with their eyes closed, I, I can imagine now how I a death mask Now I have seen Hitler with his eyes closed. 
Know what that looks like. Yeah. And I Napoleon I, with his eyes closed. I guess I haven't ever seen Napoleon with his eyes closed. So, you know, exactly. you've got that on me. Most of the paintings, they have their eyes open. <laughs> <It'd> be <laughs> That'd be awkward funny. if you blink in the middle of a portrait. <laughs> oh, fuck. Hang on. We got to start over. Um, he's painting your eyes and you blink and he's like, ah. <laughs> you're, he turns around the portrait and your eyes are closed. I blinked for what? How? How did this happen? You get your portrait back and like your your young nephew, your squire has uh, put little bunny ears up behind you and you're like, God <laughs> damn it. Somebody sneezed. Yeah. They're just blurry in the corner. Flay this man alive. <laughs> um, I, uh. I don't remember the exact context of this, but a few days ago in a dream, I remember trying to, this, this was a dream I was having, but while we're discussing like blinking and movement, I remember trying to explain to someone why it is that there were no photos of dolphins taken in the 1800s, um, <laughs> which is maybe the most like dream situation to be in. Because who the fuck would ask about that? Someone did. They were like, why aren't there any pictures of dolphins jumping in the 1800s? And I was like, well, you know, it was like the, the cameras had such long exposure times. So it's like, you can't make a dolphin just hold still in the air while you get the little flashbulb camera, you know? You put it over yourself. Ah, fuck. Yeah, exactly. I'm like, and by the time you do that, they're already under the water. Uh, and I was, and they're like, huh, I guess that makes sense. And I remember getting really angry at them saying, I guess that makes sense. And not just that makes sense. I'm like, motherfucker. Why are you trying to hand this to me? You're the one who asked about dolphins, um, which in retrospect, I sort of lost the high ground because of the fact that I was the one dreaming this whole situation. But still, you know, I think you won that argument. I won the argument and I lost. You know, it was a very Socratic Mm -hmm. dialogue kind of thing. Yes. Yes. Oh, God, I'm dreading this next week of my life. Will I just be getting drunk alone? Look, hey, that's the only way I like to do it, so. I, I'm pulling a mat, really. You're on your mat arc. I so am on my I'm mat I'm so arc. sorry. Um, Gonna go to Total Wine after this? <laughs> Maybe just you're not on your mat arc. <laughs> that's the nearest liquor store. Oh, right, I forgot, because you guys don't need, uh, you guys don't have, like, ABC stores, do you? Mm-mm forgot so you can just there are different brands of liquor store yeah total wine is a very nice one where they give you samples folks i may have been too harsh on texas <laughs> in the past uh it's but, very funny so you show your id at the front door and you have to be 21 to enter as mm-hmm. you know one yeah. does but most liquor stores you show it at the cash register here yeah. you show it at the front door because at every booth, they will give you samples of different brands of whatever you're buying. Damn. Yeah, that rocks. I'm going because I really want this wine that comes in a bottle shaped like a cat. <laughs> and they only sell it at World Markets and Total Wines. So. You had to choose and you went, it's well. It's like a matte black bottle that's shaped like a cat. It's sick. Okay, that actually does kind of rock. It's a Riesling, so like, eh. But, nah, but it's nah. sick. Yeah, look, you're getting it for the bottle. It's like Dan yes. Aykroyd's Crystal Skull and vodka. And it's like $12. Oh, hell yes. So like. Yeah, I also, I do really like the idea. At what point do they cut you off with the samples? I think when you get drunk. All right, yeah, that makes sense. Because I was just enjoying the image of just going around like Costco style, just booth to booth, just getting a sample of each one. People do. 
That is incredible. And it's normally like local people. So it's like the actual like distillers mm-hmm. giving you the samples and like trying to sell you on it. Damn, and that is like, crazy. Mm, yes. Oh, yeah. It's oaky notes in this. I'm picking up on those as I'm like swaying back and <laughs> forth. Hey, I'm, I'll be right back. Like. <laughs> The first time I walked in one, they handed me, like, a little, like, shot glass of wine, and I was like, what is this communion? Yeah. Where's my wafer? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, they just sneakily, throughout your shopping experience, they do just baptize you as a Catholic. Um, (laughs) (laughs) um, Speaking of Catholics, I visited St. Louis Cathedral. Uh, Very nice. Um, Good time. Uh... I have a lot of pictures of it. It's very pretty. Um, they have a big painting of St. Francis and the Stigmata, which is oh, sick. Oh, hell yeah. Oh, this this is awesome, actually. Oh, it's a beautiful cathedral. Yeah. It's been there for a very long time. It's right. It's like Jackson Square Cathedral. Um, Man, I love cathedrals. So, like, back in the day, they'd go to, like, a five-and-a-half-hour mass and then come outside and watch public executions as, like, a little fun thing to do on Sundays. Very Catholic. Very Catholic. Yes. And everyone but. in the French Quarter got baptized Catholic because then they didn't have to work on Sundays. <laughs> Which includes, so like, sick. they let slaves get baptized Catholic and then they couldn't make them work on Sundays. Dude. Look. Because New Orleans grind. had their own special codes about yeah. like, what they could and couldn't do. Man, what a strange city. It's a very bizarre place. Oh, my God. I'm sure that won't be a problem. Um, no, you can go go check on it if you need to, to be clear. Um, <laughs> I said that, and then Jillian gave me a strange look as though actually stopping. Um yeah, listeners. No, I've unfortunately it's been a, a fairly low key week for me. I uh, I went stargazing with my astronomy class last night. That was pretty cool. We saw the uh, we saw the SpaceX like satellite train, the Starlink train or whatever it was called. And begrudgingly, I do have to admit it was pretty cool. Um, All trains are though. That's not because yeah. of them. That's because of trains. Yeah. Cause, well, because it well, but it was. So it was like 60 satellites in the sky going in like a little line after each other. Just That's sort of like, sick. yeah, it was pretty cool. And like, even in the moment, like intellectually and existentially, I felt that it shouldn't exist. I'm, I just don't really like satellites as a concept, but I feel that you especially shouldn't have like groups of satellites making shapes in the sky. That just doesn't bode well for the future. No. But in the moment also, I did have to, you know, sort of go like, it's pretty cool. But yeah. It's it's hard uh, enjoying anything related to Elon Musk, period. Yeah. Um, it's hard being in Austin because everyone <laughs> drives a Tesla. Yeah. Everyone. And in Utah, actually. Like, whenever I'm out in Provo, there are just Teslas all over the place. I uh, Whenever I go to visit my boyfriend, I park in, like, the residential parking at his complex and mm-hmm. I am the only car, pretty much, that's not a Tesla. <laughs> oh, yeah, I remember you telling me about that. It's just a very strange image. It is very bizarre. And every time I get out and I kind of have my key in my hand, and I'm like, what if? <laughs> just one of them. Yeah, you know, just make his day a little more exciting. Right? 
one of the wrapped ones. Might as well. Yeah, exactly. I, one time I went out to the bars and I was with the most out of touch girl I have ever met in my oh, life. No. <laughs> and she was like, I hate going to your city because where am I supposed to charge my Tesla? <laughs> 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 oh, also, also in the Museum of Death, there was a killer, um, the town over from mine, that called all the women in my town vipers. So that's how I'm going to refer to myself as from now yeah, on. Yeah, that kind of rocks, actually. He did a massacre in a Lubies, which kind of sucks. That, yeah, it does suck. And, like, only shot women. Uh, also sucks, yeah. Come on, man. Show some class. Right? Shoot the men, do. Equality. Exactly. That's what I'd do if I was ever involved in one. I'd be very egalitarian about it, you know? You should. Be no hate involved. I'd be like, sorry, guys, this is just business, you know? I was given a business. given a very large check to buy a lot of guns, but they told me I couldn't <laughs> keep them unless I used them, so. My tour guide on the tour, he, like, began it on a very weird note where he's like, and did you know the actual shooter of the JFK assassination came from New Orleans? And that's common knowledge. And I was like, what the fuck? That's just a, okay, who, when he said the actual shooter, what did he mean there? Was that, I don't know. I don't think Oswald was from New Orleans. No, I'm, he's no, not. I'm, he's not. I looked it up. He is not from New Orleans. We're going to search up JFK New Orleans, and we're going to see what comes up. In the Museum of Death, they had a little uh, piece of the fence post from the grassy knoll, which was sick, in the little JFK section. Oh, that is cool, actually. Okay, hang on. This might be... I might be getting there. Okay, yeah. So I guess, yeah, Carlos Marcelo, I guess. But that was just, that's just the mob. This is just a mob. Yeah, no, he believes it's a mob shooting. But yeah, he wasn't the shooter, though. Even I don't think anyone has ever alleged that he's the guy who pulled the trigger. Like, that's like saying uh, Lyndon B. Johnson. My guide says that that's common knowledge. That's insane. Yeah, it's like saying that Lyndon B. Johnson was, like, sitting up in the school book depository. Like. It's crazy. It was absolutely yeah. crazy. Obviously, I was like, wanna... this is a way to start a tour. Yeah, I mean, look, he's got your attention. He does. Well, he's talking about mobsters because the whole uh, mass lynching thing, because yeah, that was yeah. started because a cop got shot and he was like, damn those Sicilians. And they're like, I guess every Sicilian is to blame. Yeah, just a couple of them had too much fun, ruined it for the rest of us, as it always goes. But, um, yeah, anyway. <laughs> what a strange assertion to make. It was very bizarre. He's like, I've been a tour guide for seven years, and I tell everyone the same thing. And I was <sighs> like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah, that's just, you know, I, I would hope he tells everyone the same. I want to be a tour guide. I want to go on, like, a double tour, like a, a tour of Janice, you know, where one of us, one of the tour guides only tells truths, and the other one only tells lies. <laughs> and you have to figure out which one by the end of the tour. Mm-hmm. But also, like, we're touring, like, some insanely obscure little place, so there's no way that you would know anything about it. I wanted to tour one of the cemeteries, but you have to, like, get a tour guide from the church to do it now. Oh, because yeah. Because so many people desecrated the grave of Madame Louveau, so. Which, you know, hate to say it, but, uh. Apparently she was just a hairdresser that had a lot of dirt on everyone. Oh, wait, that's the, oh, I know who, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Which is, that is very funny. lady. Yeah, yeah, I forgot about that. Devout Catholic. Yeah, Catholicism and voodoo, 
They kind of go hand in hand. Yeah, which I don't like. Look, I obviously don't know anything about voodoo being where I am. But personally, my opinion is if you're a Catholic, stay away from it. You've got enough spookiness in your it's own kind religion. It's the same thing as like Wicca, where they believe like anything you do will come back to you threefold. So they mm-hmm. like don't do anything that bad. No, yeah, I'm just saying that Catholics shouldn't be involved with it because I think it's spooky and Catholicism has enough spookiness already. That, Catholicism that's the does have enough spookiness. Yeah. My dad was asking the the lady in the gift shop in the cathedral, which feels weird. Uh, yeah. about the stigmata and she's like yeah, yeah. and that's how saint francis die is those wounds never healed up for 20 years and like he got the stigmata while uh on like a trip to the mountains so like how can anyone prove they just appeared oh oh god i'm talking about stigmata and that's in a hole this is no good he's gonna come up with the wounds of christ and we'll never know if they were self-inflicted Matt, do you Stigma- have the wounds just, of Christ now? Who can say? I'm just, I'm just, all I'm going to say is my hands will not be visible for the rest of this recording. <laughs> that would be a crazy, yeah. One of these days, that's what's going to happen. The internet's going to cut out and then it'll come back and all of a sudden, like, the laptop will be in a different room and I'll just be, like, nailed to the ceiling. <laughs> <laughs> I've clearly been dead for weeks and everyone's, and you're like, wait, what? How did, hold on. <laughs> How did this occur? I'm, you know, I'm a little bit upset about the death of my co-host and all that and being the one who witnessed it. But But mostly I'm a little confused. I'm trying to figure out the logistics here. How did this happen? Um, No, I do do not have the wounds of Christ yet. But, uh, you know, the day is young. If a guy came down from the mountains with the wounds of Christ, I would not assume Christ did it himself. I would assume that he gave himself the wounds of Christ. Yeah, personally, I don't know. I feel that if I received such wounds... For the sins of all mankind, I'd, I'd probably be, a be like, pissed off. well, I'd personally, I'd just be like, you know, my, you know, my, my goal there was making sure that other people didn't have to do. That's why I did this. That's what makes this thing cool. I love that. Jesus you know, like, like you copied me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like, you know, we don't have to crucify ourselves because he did that. for. That's the cool thing about it. You know, like, that is the so, whole point. He's sitting up there and having like, sorry, he did what? You know why? He knows he didn't have to do that, right? That reminds me of one of the one of the evangelicals about like the girl who said yes was like, and Jesus married her when she got to heaven. <laughs> <laughs> Not going near that one with a ten foot pole is all I have to say about that. <laughs> I heard that and I was like, they they were telling that to like parents of victims yeah and she was like what how old was she they were like teenagers yeah they were in high school yeah and i mean look we frankly we all need to talk about the problematic ways in which jesus has been preying upon his underage fans for a long time now um (laughs) jesus is a pop punk singer actually yeah (laughs) (laughs) wounds of christ is my favorite pop punk band (laughs) honestly that would actually probably go pretty hard Wounds um, of Christ, yeah. Wounds or Christ. just Stigmata. Yeah, Stigmata. Actually, I feel like that is a band, isn't it? Hang on, let's find out. It's probably a band. Both of those are probably already bands. Let's find out. Oh, if they're not, a Russian band. Me and Matt are quitting this to start a band. Yeah. Well, look, they're a Russian band formed in St. Petersburg in 2003. 
By 2023, the band has released six studio albums, one EP, and one compilation album. Alongside that's pretty good. Five EPs. Damn. That's good a pretty them. good amount of music. Yeah, I was going to say. So they're, like, still going, it looks like. There's this crazy guy who put out an album a week for a year. Holy shit. None that's... of them are very good, but, like, the dedication yeah. is crazy. Probably could have seen that coming. But, yeah, no, that's, um, that is insane. Yeah, that's wild. Just to have that much material? Yeah. I really... I'm impressed. As am I. As am I. It's like, um... I remember the artist's name. I think it's Matt Kish. I don't remember, but he, uh... He did an illustration for every page of Moby Dick. That's dedication. Yeah. Some of those pages. Not much happens. Yeah, but it's it's actually really cool. I looked up a couple of them, because he had... He uploaded most of them to a blog he did... Almost all of them he did on, like, old reused bits of paper that he had taken home from when he worked at, like, a bookstore, and they got, like, technical manuals. So on some of, like, the illustrations, just, like, bleeding through the ink, you'll see, like, illustrations of, like, old artillery cannons or things like that. Oh, that's sick. Yeah, it's really cool. But, yeah, uh, a couple of the—most of the drawings are pretty abstract, just sort of by necessity. Um, yeah. Uh, this week we watched Nostalgia oh, right, Critic yeah. Top Eleven of Villain Songs. And guys, we know the drill by this point. It's a Nostalgia Critic Top Eleven. So inoffensive. Yeah, fairly Except inoffensive. For kind of the the Rocky Horror Picture Show section of the video. Yeah, which felt which, a little weird. And that one isn't that like the first one that he gives or no? So we, no, hang on, it's sorry. In now the I'm middle, watching. There's order. a tie for one of the numbers, so it's really a top twelve. Right. Um, yeah. Because he likes to go two steps beyond, as the saying goes. Yeah. All right, we'll um, go in order. So we have... That's that's ranked with the dentist song, I believe. Right. Oh, that's an interesting pairing, too. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, no, so I say we just go in order. We'll just, we'll go. Yeah, Why not? Sure. Might as well. So first, he gives us, uh, you're a mean one, well, Mr. Grinch. Well, first of I... all, he gives away the entire list in the intro. Yeah, it's... It's just a strange video. Never mind. Maybe we haven't talked about Doug enough lately, because this does feel strange to me. A little bit. He has a song that's not very good that plays in between the sections. Yeah. Um, but he he shows all of the songs he's going to talk about in the intro. Yeah. Which, come on, man, what are you doing? I feel like we would... You just don't need to include anything in the intro to something like this. Because the intro is like 40 seconds long. So, like, I promise, Doug, you'll be able to hold your audience's attention for that long. And, you know... Don't, don't give away your list like that. But yeah, so we start out, you're a mean one, Mr. Grinch. Fine. It's a fine pick. It's yeah, a lovely fine. song. Who doesn't love Christmas? Who doesn't love the Grinch? Et cetera, et cetera. Uh, what was number 10? I would rank it a little bit higher than some of these other ones, honestly. Yeah, higher than... what? I, I Look, Jillian, if you had to compare the cultural impact of you're a mean one, Mr. Grinch, the number 11 pick, and number 10... Shiver Me Timbers from Muppet Treasure Island, you wouldn't see, you say? <laughs> that's a little difficult. <laughs> yeah, it's hard to say which one. My favorite about his 10th pick, which is, of course, uh, Shiver Me Timbers from Muppet Treasure Island, is that he has not seen the movie. Which is baffling. It's it's like the original, like, discovering a song through TikTok. Like, yeah. Which, like, and then he heard the song, loved it, and didn't watch the movie. Yeah, and also Muppet Treasure Island is a wonderful film. It's great. I mean, it's Most the Muppets. Muppet films yeah, 
they're enjoyable. It has Tim Curry. They're a lovely it. jaunt. Yeah, has Tim Curry and Kermit the Frog. Like, I mean, what more do you need in life? There's a lot of Tim Curry in this. Yeah, Tim Kermit. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so that's, yeah, these are strange bit. You're right. It's inoffensive, but every now and then we get like his very clearly like, you know, I want to, I want to do something unexpected picks. That's, we'll get to it later, but like one of the higher ones is also that. Yeah. Which is the problem. If you're obviously, if you're making content and you're like ranking things and someone else has already done those, it's going to be sort of difficult to like, you know, differentiate yourself. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's like if someone asks you, like, who are the five greatest directors ever to live? Most people will probably say, like, the same 20 people, right? Yeah. Just because there's only so many directors out there. There's only so many that great directors. Yeah, and there's only so many, like, great directors that everybody knows. But you're inevitably you're going to, like, feel the need to, like, throw in some little hipster pick if you want to shake things up. Yeah. Um, so number nine is Friends on the Other Side from Prince and the Frog. This is a recency bias pick. Yeah, I actually think this song goes hard. This I song rocks. This song also goes hard. But he even admits that, like, it's not even out on DVD at this point. Oh, holy shit. I forgot about that. Yeah, I watched this so video yesterday a with a migraine. Bias pick. Yeah. Great movie. Just went to New Orleans, had a lovely time. So, like, I enjoyed this. Um, that whole movie goes pretty hard. Yeah. Underrated. It's a good film. It is. I um, wish I was a frog. If I was turned into a frog, I think I'd just stay that way, personally. Me too. Uh, uh, let's see. What's next? And there we go to... Oh, Pretty Women. Pretty Women. Todd. The I movie. Think, now, this is when I realized that my brother had seen this list in middle school because all of these songs were downloaded on his iPod. <laughs> <laughs> Have you confronted him about this? No, because I just watched it today. But next time I see him, I'll be like, hey, hey, hey buddy. You need you to. Have seen Nostalgia Critic's top 11 villain songs by any chance? <laughs> yes. Because this was the only Sweeney Todd song, which to be fair, it's the best Sweeney Todd song, but the only Sweeney Todd song on the iPod. Yeah, that is, hmm, interesting. Oh, that's so funny. <laughs> it was, uh, like, all, like, Skillet and then, like, these 11 songs. Oh, I think the only thing worse than doing that is having someone confront you about it years after the fact. When, by that point, Literally you have forgotten. Literally 10 years later. <laughs> like, 15, actually. 15 years later, somebody being like, hey, I noticed something about your iPod. Your iPod yeah. Touch Generation <laughs> One that you gave me whenever I was in yeah. sixth grade. <laughs> this is like the yeah, it's 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 the modern equivalent of like being a Nazi soldier like in Argentina, and then in the eighties like Israeli officers knock on your door. You were like I oh, I thought I'd gotten away with it. I thought that I <laughs> I made a new life for myself. I've tried to move. Oh no. <laughs> um yeah. So you ask him about it. He pulls a gun. Um, it's a good song. It's a fine, yeah, it's a good song. I like Sweeney Todd. The movie's not uh, great, but, you know, it's fine. The musical's good. Yeah. Also, if you have too strong of an opinion about Sweeney Todd in any direction, in any form, you're probably, you know, a theater kid and should be ignored as such. Uh, oh, yes. And then we get number, number seven. Number seven, we have a tie uh, between yeah. a song that feels wrong to say, but it is called Sweet Transvestite. Yeah, it's Rocky Horror. Everybody knows Rocky yeah. Horror. Uh, and then... Rocky. And then Dentist, uh, which 
from Man. Little Shop of Horrors, which, like, the same person likes both of these movies, but it feels weird for this to be, like, the tie. Yeah, like, they're both kind of edgy songs, but in very but different think, ways. Like, I think the Rocky Horror Picture Show one is better than yeah. Dentist. Yeah, Dentist is a fun song because Rocky Horror, because uh, uh, Little, Little Shop of Horrors is a fun musical. It is. But it's not, like, like, the high it's point. It's fun to be like, everyone becomes a dentist because they're fucking sadists. Yeah. Like, it's very funny. Yeah, it's a very funny song. It's a, And Steve Martin is just killing it. He's doing his best. But also, it's not even the best villain song in Little Shop of Horrors. Because, like, know, every they, song in Little Shop of Horrors is a villain song. Yeah. And the dentist, notably, is not the main antagonist. He just shows up for a little bit to be Spice a demon. Things up. Yeah. <laughs> Man. How great is Little Shop of Horrors? Maybe I'll rewatch it. But anyway, point being, very strange pairing. Very bizarre pairing. But uh, both fun songs. Both very um, fun. Uh, let's see. After that, we have number six. Oh, but in that part of the review, it does get a little weird because he's like, there's nothing as weird as being a dentist. It's, oh, except yeah. maybe being trans. And yeah. it's like, <laughs> okay, Doug. <laughs> I do, I do really like the idea of just like a uh, a version of dentist where it's just trans exclamation point and it's the same like energy. <laughs> now I won't make that um, because as it currently stands, I'm not in any position to do that in a reclaimed sense. Uh, but uh, maybe a couple of years from now, who knows what who knows what the future holds? Who knows where the Okay, next we have In the Dark yeah, right. of the Night from Anastasia. Fine pick. Fine pick. Anastasia's a good movie. It's underrated. Yeah, it's a it's He a calls movie. it a very expensive Disney knockoff, which is a fine joke. Yeah, it's actually a pretty solid line. I uh, I used to joke that Anastasia would have been better if it just ended with her getting executed alongside the rest of yep. the Romanovs. But, you know, look, for what it is, we're fine. Uh, it's, you know, it's a pretty good movie. It's an insane sequence. Just visually speaking. It is an insane sequence. Uh, and then, yeah, so Dark of the Night and the next one, both pretty uncontroversial picks. I'm not really going to, yeah. you know, say much Poor about them. Unfortunate em. Souls is a good song. Yeah, it's a fucking banger. My dad Rocks. loves this song. Interesting. I mean, you know, it's hard not to. But it, it is, is also very funny to, like, specifically love that song. Yeah. Um, oh, I forgot. Right. Uh, he had it coming from Chicago is his number four pick, which. Which, huh. I don't. See, now this is when I really realized that my brother had all of these songs on his iPad. <laughs> <laughs> yes. It's very uh, weird. If you knew my brother as a person, you wouldn't be like, I bet he has it coming from Chicago on his iPod. I bet he's bumping Chicago and Sweeney Todd right now. Um <laughs> He wasn't even particularly a theater kid. Like, he did Christian musical theater with me. Um, Which very notably, famously, the understudy for Jesus and Godspell. Uh, <laughs> great performance. My brother is a fantastic singer. Um, but he wasn't particularly, like, a theater kid. He likes Les Mis, but, like, that's it. Yeah, and, like, who doesn't like Les Mis, you know? I doubt that he's seen Chicago. yeah. Have you guys seen they uh, they dug it up recently the uh, that old video clip of uh, Trump talking about the Phantom of the Opera? No. He's like it's beautiful. I mean, yeah, the big chandelier, the singing. I I mean, it's just amazing. Like it's 
one of the few times I've seen him on camera genuinely like expressing joy and wonderment. And it's because he got to see the Phantom of the Opera like early on and he just loved it, which is so good. It's so cool. As everybody, as many people have said, you know, he is in his heart of hearts, just a gay man. And that's why all of the super macho guys love him. All right. uh, It's very weird for him to be like, this is what I knew. Chicago was going to be a great movie. Yeah. All right. I guess. Chicago isn't, like, world-renowned for being a great movie, though. Like, it's fine. It's okay. Matt's in a hole again. But it's fine. But, like, I wouldn't be, like, one of the greats, Chicago. I don't want to move on with Adams and I'm stuck talking about Chicago. But, like, name one other song from Chicago. You know? Yeah. It's not, like, one of the all-time greats. Damn it. Oh, God. There we go. I've returned. I've returned. Um, I really should we edit already... in the Wilhelm screen had one of these. <laughs> Look, everybody, I'm trying my best. We're doing what we can. We um, Next, we have... What do we have? Uh, oh, yes. Be prepared from The Lion King. My brother also yeah. had this one on his iPod. Um, this is a little less weird to have on your iPod. Yeah, not a controversial banger. pick. Yeah, best song in the movie. I'm going to come out and say it. Um, oh, yeah. I do want, I briefly, I want to just, I want to tell a story. Yes. In high school, I was dating a girl. Hmm. This is never a good start to a Matt story, but just, you know, bear with me. Um, and the live action remake of The Lion King came out in theaters. Yes. And she really wanted to go see it. I... At that point, should have known that things weren't going to pan out for us long term. But I, you know, I was like, okay, sure, we'll go. I did not want to go see the live action remake of The Lion King. But it's what you do when you have a girlfriend. You do what they want to do. Yeah, exactly. And well, I mean, look, yeah, you go like, all right, we're going to watch this movie, and then presumably make out afterwards. So you know, mm-hmm. it'll be fine. All's well that ends well. Well, pretty much immediately, I went, oh, this is a terrible, terrible movie. I don't like this at all. When, you know, the opening credits started and all of the wonderment and joy and everything that made the original opening so fun to watch were completely stripped out. Gray? Yeah, gray and brown. And I went, oh, I forgot how scary all of these animals are when they're not cartoons. Um, but I'm like, look. I, I got- wish that they did, like, at least in the live action remake of Aladdin, the color palette was really fun. Yeah, there were colors Jasmine sings a song where she, like, turns everybody to dust randomly for some reason. There's interesting things going on in the live-action Aladdin. Not so in the live-action Lion King. Uh, But regardless, I was like, look, whatever. In the very least, I'll get to hear a new rendition of Be Prepared. So I've got that. You know, that'll be fun. They don't. I don't. I won't blame anybody who listens, who's listening right now for not remembering the live-action Lion King, which... Side note, obviously, it's not actually live action. It's all CGI. Whatever. I've surrendered on that battle. I don't care anymore. They don't sing The Lion King. He just, like, half whispers, like, one or two verses from it, and then it ends. Which is weird, you know, considering everything about— I wanted to see the Nazi hyenas. Exactly. CGI. I wanted to see the Nazi hyenas. And you know what? They don't even have to march like Nazis. It's very weird that everybody—whenever people, like, try and go, like— secretly fucked up things about disney that's one of the ones they go for it's like yeah the villains the villains act like the nazis at one point yeah walt disney 
hired Werner von Braun to like design like if you want to talk about yes. Disney and Nazis, you don't have to go the villains in some of those movies, they're kind of coded to look like Nazis. That seems a little problematic. I prefer my movies with the good guys looking like Nazis. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, but anyway, point being, that is a sin for which I will never forgive the live action remake of The Lion King. I, uh, yeah, I'd be upset. I'd I be knew. in the theater like, oh, how I, dare they? I was furious. I genuinely was in a bad mood for the rest of the day. And just I went straight. Out. I went straight home after the movie. I didn't even like hang out with my. I was. I mean, you know, like I I dropped her off, but I was like, I I, I just need to go. That'd home. That'd be very funny to leave her at the theater because you were so <laughs> mad with the live action version of Drive the Lion home. King. And just go like, I'll be at the bar. And she's like, you're in high school. I'm like, I'll figure it out. <laughs> But um, you're sitting outside a gas station trying to get an adult to buy you beer. <laughs> just being like, you don't know the horrors I've seen. <laughs> but uh, anyway, so that was I was I genuinely am still a little bit angry about that because that was the only thing I was looking forward to. It's like maybe maybe that'll be fun. But no. Now, number two, we have right. the hipster pick. Here's the hipster pick. And he didn't go for number one because, you know, he's. A bit of a coward, I think. This is Secret of Survival from Mr. Toad's Wild Ride. Now, <laughs> raise your hand if you have seen Mr. Toad's Wild Ride. Yeah, put your <laughs> hand down. It's none of you. You fucking liars. We know. There's no way. <laughs> You've seen Mr. Toad's Wild Ride. And you thought one of the best villain songs. Yeah, which I don't even remember what he says about it, because I was just like, I was in shock the whole time I watched it. It's like, there's no way that Mr. Toad's wild ride has dethroned Be Prepared. And poor unfortunate souls. Yeah. And for God's sakes, friends on the other side, even. Yeah. Even You're a Mean One, Mr. Grit. All songs that people know, but no. This one could have been number 11, and I'd be like, fine. Yeah, whatever. Start off. Show us that you have weird taste, I guess. I don't know. What is he trying to signify by putting this I one at the number two know. spot? Oh, it's just, it's so fascinating. It's he just such an interesting on IMDb real quick. I'm about to look it up. Yeah. Perfect. Mr. Toad's Wild Ride, the movie. Because, of course, to be clear, Mr. Toad's Wild Ride is first and foremost one of the oldest attractions at Disneyland, I yeah. believe. Yeah. And then they made it a movie. Uh, Which, see. it's weird that they made it a movie, but didn't make it, like, a Mr. Toad movie. Yeah, or, like, even include animals. Um, Very bizarre. All right, yeah. Mole's underground home is bought by the weasels in the from wealthy landowner Mr. Toad, and Mole is thrown out. He and Rat start to fight to get his home back from the evil weasels, is the uh, Now, you might be listening to this and go, oh, what a lovely cartoon. Wrong. <laughs> Live action. And it's like actual live action. Yeah, not CGI. There are yeah. no talking animals in this one, from what I can see, at least. Holy shit. Actually, hang on. This is awesome. Do you want to know what this movie's rating is? Yes. It is rated PG. I want you to guess what it is that it's rated PG for. There's two things. Sexual. Okay, so that's one of your guesses. Smoking. It's rated PG for fanciful villainy and gunplay, <laughs> which if that that's like is the worst BDSM session, I was I mean, if that's not just a distillation of everything I aspire to in my day to day life, <laughs> fanciful villainy and gunplay like hell yes. Anyway, 
the <laughs> number great. one pick. That's fantastic. Yeah. Anyway, we just needed to sidetrack briefly. It looks like we're going a little over time, which is fine. That's fine. Um, number one is good. Yeah. Another Hellfire just, yeah. from uh, Hunchback of Notre Dame. Yeah. Sort of an indisputable pick. It's hard to, in all earnestness, good. put anything higher. It's a great song. I was just chatting yesterday with Nick about The Hunchback of Notre Dame. And what a strange film it is just tonally. Because, I like that film. Oh, no, I, I enjoy it, too. It's just so funny because everybody I know who's, like, rewatched it after their childhood. Because mm-hmm. you know, there's the two tones, right? Well, it has, like, I this... don't think I was allowed to watch this movie in my childhood because of this song. Interesting. So, yeah, I cause, so I, I know about this the movie, right? What I remember, what really struck me was, like, the gothic imagery, right? Like, the, uh, the, the opening. The gargoyles. Well, no, not the gargoyles. So that's what it is, right? It's, like, I remember, like, the shots of the cathedral and the fire and, like, the grand operatic tone. And then a couple of years ago, I rewatched it with some friends. And then every now and then, they're like, and now the gargoyles are singing a silly song about love. And I was like, what the fuck is this? Like, I remember, yeah, like. It's about, like, being unlovable and not even getting the girl at the end. And also. Yeah. And the comic relief boys are here. And, like, it's just so funny because everybody I know who's rewatched it either remembers only the darkness or only the silliness. And either way, when you rewatch, you go. What the fuck? Was this the same movie I watched when I was younger? Like, And the answer is yes. The answer is yes, somehow. Anyway, good this song. This is one of those movie. movies that I watched probably in, like, middle school for the first time. Mm-hmm. Because I had un- unbridled internet access, and this <laughs> is what I used it on. This and Live Leak. Yeah, I was going to say, then, I two years later, child. Live Leak, yeah. I'm, it's funny. I was very similar, but, uh, you know, not not this specifically, but... As always, we really I was are watching sort of... Winx Club and <laughs> men getting beheaded. <laughs> Not even a joke, folks. Woo! Uh, you know, you need a palate cleanser in between episodes. Watch a beheading. Um, <laughs> um, anyway, that's Doug's pick. Strange choices all around. But, yeah. um, you know, it's just the way it goes. Uh, These are fine picks. Not the order I would have put them in. Not the order I would have put them in. Maybe one of them I don't think would have been on this list at all. No. He could have put, hang on, what are we doing? Dentist and Sweet Transvestite could have both been on this list. Yes. If he had just removed Secrets of Survival from Mr. Toad's Wild Ride from the number two spot. Oh, I'm is, so mad that it's number two. Yeah, in between in between recordings, we're going to listen to this. Guys, the Patreon episode is going to start off with our in-depth review of Secrets of Survival from Mr. Toad's Wild <laughs> Maybe Ride. Maybe we're wrong. Maybe we have to start the next episode being like, folks, yeah. we had to say it. But it's going to be behind a paywall. So if you want to hear if we're happy, if we will eat a slice of humble pie, or if we will, as I suspect, be completely vindicated by this <laughs> insane fucking choice. Uh, also, a review of Puss in Boots 2, The Last Wish. Yeah. Which has several great villains in it. It does. Um, One of which played by a freshly out of rehab John Mulaney. Which is endlessly funny for me to think about. Just imagining him sitting in the booth with like sunken eyes like, yep. Yeah. Sure glad I'm not doing cocaine right now. Uh, <laughs> anyway, uh, but uh, that's that's that. You can follow at the Doug Zone on Instagram. Anything that matters. Yeah, just yeah, at the Doug Zone, at Doug Zone Cast. We're one of the two on any of the social media things. You know, find us. Give us nice reviews. We haven't asked for that in a while. But yeah. hopefully the audio isn't atrocious this time around. So you'll want that's to awesome. give us a nice review. And if it is, uh, why are you still here? You deserve nothing but the pain that we have brought you. True. You worms. We no longer have an outro. Come on. Or maybe we do. Hang on.
<laughs> it's not stopping recording. It's not <laughs> letting me stop. No. Okay, maybe will it end if I hang up? I don't remember. No, I don't okay. think so. Mm. It's just not letting me stop. That's hmm. Well, I don't know what to do about. I'll cut Wait. all this out, but uh, like. I can stop the recording. Did you stop the recording? Hang on, let's find out. Uh, yeah, that was all a joke. We don't have an outro anymore.